Okay, Sunday school teacher, member of the PTA, volunteers at nonprofits, loves farmer's market. Do you think that's my dating profile? I mean, it's certainly something about me, right? Okay, how about this? Here's some more about me, and it's not my dating profile. Where did I last leave off? Okay, oh, that's right. I love margaritas. Yeah, I know what I said. I know I said I was sober, but I love margaritas, okay? A girl used to drink, and she liked chips and salsa, and I still have that memory, even though I lost some of the other ones that I had. They come back little by little, right? And, oh yeah, actually, this memory that I'm gonna share with you, oh, Sometimes I wish this one would go away because it was actually one of the most embarrassing things that I still remember. Um, All right, so I'm sitting at Don Pablo's, and if you don't know what that is because it's closed and hasn't been around for almost a decade, that's like kind of a Tex-Mex kind of bar, restaurant, whatever. Anyways, I'm sitting at the bar, okay, and I've got my chips, I've got my salsa, it's kind of a nice day out. Um, It's been kind of a crappy week, you know? And at this point, I just wanna chill, you know? I just wanna have a margarita, I just wanna have some chips, the kids, she's safe and sound, you know, all's good in the world, right? I can just chill, not think about the rough week. And um, yeah, I mean, I really thought that that was true, right? I'm not hurting anybody. And then, I, you know, I'm just not too into like news stories or, you know, CNBC or 2020 or whatever. So I'm not paying attention to the like bar TV that's on because they've got some crap on there that's quite frankly very annoying and it's, you know, MSN and I'm like, ugh, whatever. Um, I personally get really annoyed by those because I think they're half truths, but okay, that's all beside the point and I'll step right off on my soapbox, but here we go. So I'm still chilling out, relaxing, maxing all good. Oh, wait, I'm getting sidetracked. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So drinking my margarita, right? Off in Margaritaville. And for some reason, um, this particular story that's on MSN um, catches my ear. And I look up and I'm like, oh, cool. That's not good. So I briskly uh, decided it's time to pay my tab and skedaddle right on out of there. So what they were featuring um, was a local area massage center where I was located. And P.S. it was my employer. They had just been raided. And I know you're probably thinking like, uh, really, Angel? Yeah, really. I was there when it got raided. <laughs> so I knew this walking into Don Pablo's. I didn't know, however, that it had hit like nationwide news. You know, here I am thinking, I don't have to tell anybody. I don't have to deal with this. I can just kind of quietly skedaddle away. Nope, can't. Mm-mm, nope. So how did I get there? So the same girl that's up there talking about Sunday school teacher, PTA, you know, loves farmers markets, you know, all of that. All right, well, here's how I got there. Um, Let me break it down for you. Single mom, new to the area, needs job. That's probably what my dating profile, well, at least at that time should have looked like. Single mom, new to the area, needs job, not a good idea. 
or wait, maybe that shouldn't have been my dating profile. It might've been what they said. I don't know. Anyways, um, I was really told nothing was funny going on at this place. Um, it had like an actual application process, legit employer. I thought you get paid daily because you're a contractor. I actually had an interview. Um, I went to the place and it was a former like school of criminology and a massage center certification. I'm not sure how those really work together other than the fact that maybe one could get the other out of the trouble. I mean, now looking back at it, it kind of makes sense, but I don't know. And then I thought, well, you know, I'll make some money. It's paid daily. I can get back to Columbus. I can put the money away. Kennedy and I can just start fresh. And in, and at the end of the day, this place asked me, you know, do I have cosmetology or massage experience? I mean, so they had prerequisites to get this job, right? It sounds legit, right? I know, right? I know. There are probably some red flags. I I began to think so, right? So <laughs> if you're thinking like, how did I not see it? Well, I was desperate, okay? I had no job. I wanted to take care of my kid. Like I was freshly out of a 20-day stint in a jail alternative okay and if you know what a jail alternative is I don't really need to explain it to you but most of you might not know what that is what that is is you get to go to a place for a longer amount of time rather than going to jail and since this was not my first rodeo with DUIs I no longer had like a get out of jail free card I couldn't do like the hotel stay for three days and learn about how not to become an alcoholic, you know, I had to go do some time. So that's what I did. No, but when I got out, nobody was really knocking on my door to give me a job except this place. So I jumped at the chance, right? So when did I figure out things were not on the up and up? That's a great question. Um, it could have been perhaps when I saw my picture in a catalog next to other women yeah no that wasn't it um perhaps it was when i was sitting in a room waiting to be picked out like a prize tin yeah that that did seem a little sketchy right (laughs) okay i know it did i definitely know that was the moment that i was like this is not good but the issue was is that my pride had gotten the best of me. I know you're thinking like, how does she have any pride at this moment? Is she hearing where she used to work? Listen, pride is, has all different levels, right? So my pride would not allow me to say I had made a wrong choice. I couldn't humble myself and I didn't want to tell anybody I'd made a mistake. Um, and I also didn't want to ask for help, you know? And looking back at it now, I mean, pride also probably got me to the point that I didn't think about like working two and three jobs um, because how was I going to see my daughter right that would that was how I negotiated the shit in my head and I would never go back and do that now but at the time it seemed reasonable like well you can have this job now I'm sure it's fine you would like come on it's fine would they really put an ad out in the paper for that you know would they put that on the internet as an application process yeah they would yeah they did So you're probably judging me right now. Okay, that's fine. I'm not worried about it. I like myself and I'm comfortable with who I am. I actually was judging myself a little bit too 
you know. Um, I judged myself for quite a long time, actually, and I judged the women right next to me. Matter of fact, I actually judged them more than I judged myself because, I mean, I wasn't like them, right? I mean, I'm not like them, you know. I don't do drugs or, you know, whatever, although I'm drinking to the point of I can't stop shaking, but, you know, I mean, that's beside the point, right? I'm not like them. No. So, you know, I'm judging. So it's okay if you're judging me. No big deal, right? Now you're probably thinking, how did we get from dating profile to this? Okay. Those two people, the person that does all those, you know, cute things like Sunday school teacher and, you know, goes to farmer's markets and was on the PTA. That was the same person, right? That was featured on MSN. I mean, not me personally, but the place I worked at. So it might as well have been, you know, guilty by association. So what's the moral of the story? You know, why did I tell this, right? Just to say, oh, we're all judgy. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not shaming us for looking at people going, what in the heck were they thinking? No, that's not it. You know, I told you I was judgy too. So I guess when I was thinking about this story and wanted to tell you guys about it, I wanted to explain that I saw no way out, right? I told you I was desperate. My pride got the best of me. I had no faith. And again, Sunday school teacher at one point and had no faith. I actually, actually blasted my faith. I did. I blasted my faith. And for a very long time, which really only was a short time in the grand scheme of things, I was like, what the actual fuck? Are you serious? Like, I was trying to teach kids and here I am. This is not right. And it didn't make any sense to me. And now all I do is talk about how I got past it and my faith and how strong it is and things like that. So it's so funny how we get past things, but in the midst of them, we don't see a way out. We don't see how things can change. So my question to you, when in your life do you think you needed humility? When in your life did you need help and you were too afraid to ask for it? Or perhaps when in your life have you had the ability to help somebody and you could help them out and uplift another woman so she doesn't feel alone? Is it right now? Do you need some help with humility? Do you need to ask somebody for help? Can you help another lady? I think sometimes we don't realize the strength that we actually have, ladies, or how amazing, like so amazing being a woman is. Think of all the things that we can do. And if your story has even a tiny bit of drama, like even a tiny bit, and then you look at the like crazy drama I just told you about at Don Pablo's, (laughs) can you see the possibility that there's room for change? Do you see that your experiences can like lead you to a bigger purpose? Okay. So for instance, um, you went through some drama some trauma, okay? Something happened and it it changed you. You feel like 
you can help other people. And you're at a point that you feel better about the situation. You've had time to heal. And perhaps now you want to be a counselor. That experience you went through before doesn't have to hold you back. It can actually give you a huge amount of empathy for someone else. You can't heal yourself through someone else, but you can have empathy and see exactly what they went through and understand how somebody can come to that point, right? So you found a purpose past your pain. Or how about you raised your siblings? Family dynamic was different than you would have hoped, but you grew up in a family where you raised your siblings. And part of that means that nightly, the person to cook dinner was you. So you learned how to cook dinner for a a large amount of people. You learned how to do it on a budget. You learned how to make it last. And now that sets you up for becoming a chef or having a food truck or eventually your own restaurant. You took that experience, that backstory, and you made it into something different. You repurposed that pain into a purpose. I've told you before that I have a 16-year-old daughter and we just went shopping for prom dresses. Now, had I not had the money to get her the dress, where would we be? Perhaps she would have been a teenager like yourself that didn't have the money for the dress and she had to figure out how to make something work that she already had. Or she didn't have the outfits like everybody at school and she had to figure out how to take three shirts and a pair of pants and a couple scarves and and design them into something that looked different every day. That skill of being creative and working around what she had that was not a large quantity taught her how to be what turns her into a designer someday. She learned how to repurpose her experience into purpose. I heard a message and it really resonated with me and what he continued to say was all you have is all you need. All you have is all you need. Have you ever heard that? So if you have a story and you have kept, you got hope and strength and wisdom and gifts and talents through the things you went through and you grew faith and you leaned not unto your own understanding but you trusted the process wouldn't that mean that all you have is all you need just think about that now I am not suggesting that we don't need a tribe of other women around us to help us be uplifted and to create a community of accountability. I absolutely believe that. But when you think about the things that you have in your past, the next time that you discount what you've been through, the next time that you think you can't go for that job or you don't have the experience because you've always been a stay-at-home mom, 
try taking all you have and realizing it's all you need. If that's your purpose, shouldn't that align up? It should. I am so very thankful for all the things I went through. Not because they were terribly enjoyable. Just completely, 100% transparently, they weren't. Um, The fun thing about going through the things I went through is I have some PTSD that comes back from time to time. Um, I have some memories I'd like to not have. uh, But that's okay because they keep me from backsliding into anything that would be of the nature that I went through before. But I'll tell you, when it comes down to it, all I have is all I need. And just for today, I shared with you what got me from being where I was at to where I'm at now. Being able to tell you the same thing. You are enough. I don't have the answers to everything. I have my faith for that. All you have is all you need. Remember that today. If you like this podcast, share it on your Instagram. Tag me in it at angelpeterson.byob. And no, it's not bring your own beer. It's bring your own backstory. And let's start a revolution of women that are owning their BS. Thanks for listening. Thank you.